Welcome to the LSAT Habits Podcast, where in each episode we present key habits you can master to study smarter, save time, and raise your LSAT score. I'm your host and instructor, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. One topic I've wanted to address for a while now is taking care of your eyes. After all, both studying and taking the LSAT requires intense reading. This is especially true in the past few years since the LSAT has become primarily a digital test. The bright light from our laptops and desktops takes its toll on our eyes. The amount of time people spend in front of screens, especially since the pandemic, compounds these problems. I can tell you from experience, both as a student and as a teacher, taking care of your eyes makes studying and the whole testing process much more sustainable. So I'm going to share some basic tips that can really go a long way. Uh, I'll also give you a heads up. I'm going to share my own personal story at the end about how I was actually overprescribed with eyeglasses, believe it or not, overprescribed, and it made a big difference once I got things right. But first, let's get into these tips that apply just about everybody. One, eye drops. So from the time I began studying for the LSAT, I particularly saw the need to keep my eyes from getting dry. In fact, as a result, I I now regularly have eye drops at my desk, uh, even in my jacket pockets. It's worth it to just have it present because you feel so much better if your eyes are dry and you use you know, drops to uh, make sure they're not too dry anymore. So particularly when we're reading screens, we tend to blink significantly less. As a result, our eyes get dry quicker than normal. This naturally makes us more fatigued and of course is going to factor into our endurance and our performance during PTs, during the exam. Regularly using eye drops has made a remarkable difference, not just for me, but for so many of my students. I do recommend, if you can, get a quality brand, but any basic quality eye drop that you can get is a start. Certainly have them available while you're taking practice tests and the exam, though it is really important to regularly use them because studying for this exam demands so much reading. Now, I got another point I want to make to you, and that is showering in the morning. And this one might sound silly, but it does make a tremendous difference, for me at least, when I shower in the morning. A lot of people are tempted to hit the books and get started once they wake up. And I get it. I respect the commitment. I respect wanting to start off the right way. But I always find I'm just not as awake until I take a shower. And part of it is I feel like my eyes just don't feel as alive and feel kind of dry from a whole night of sleeping. My thinking is all the gunk that builds up in your eyes, it's just it's there when you wake up in the morning. And if you take a shower, then you've got that water in your face. And as simple as it sounds, it does make a difference. I can tell you from my experience, I'm much more productive and energized after a morning shower. And again, my hunch is that a good part of it is just having that water in your face. There's just something about it. I've done the thing where I've splashed water in my eyes from the sink, and I, I just 
the luxury of being able to take an actual shower with that shower water in your face, I feel like is much more effective. I've shared this with my students through the years and a lot of them have concurred and had a similar experience. Again, I feel way more energetic when I take a shower. It just, I think part of it, it's probably a number of issues, but part of it is having that water in your face. And again, the reason I bring this up, some people are night showers. I'm certainly not suggesting people don't shower, but some of us are night showers. I get it, right? But then you're not getting that water in your face until afterwards. Some people, again, will shower, well, let me get a little bit of studying done, or let me get a few tasks done. And it Cool, but I personally don't feel as energized unless if I've got that water in my face to begin with. Careful about devices and watch your screen time. So this one's especially important. We are constantly on our devices. And again, this has been compounded because of the new cultural after the pandemic, or I guess we're getting to a post-pandemic world as of the time of this podcast, March 16th, 2022. Hopefully we're in a post-pandemic. But right, it's changed things, right? Like we're just we're, we're just much more in front of computers or in front of screens. And of course, again, right, there's the digital format of the LSAT, which changed about a year before the pandemic. So we're in front of screens for so often. As I mentioned before, right, when we're in front of screens, we blink less. And that means our eyes get drier. So seriously, watch your screen time. Take breaks. There are settings on the iPhone and on the Android that can prompt you to limit your screen time. Take advantage of them. Even just having a notification that pops up that says, hey, you know, you've been on the phone for a while, or you've been on the screen for a while. Even if you ignore it, you're more likely at some point to stop when you have that alert. So take advantage of that. They're available on just about every smartphone, Android or iPhone. This is especially important before taking a PT or exam or starting a big study session. Try to limit, I mean, you could, you got, you know, we, we live by our phones, unfortunately, but try to be very careful about your screen time. Try not to overdo it before you take an exam, before you take a PT, before you start a big studying session, because it does wear on us. And if you must, I get it, right? It's okay, but just be careful about it and maybe use some rewetting or eye drops if you find that your eyes get dry as a result of that. Another helpful feature with our devices, is dark mode. Take advantage of it. I, I happen to have an iPhone. I love dark mode on my iPhone. It, you know, takes a little getting used to, but I feel like it's so much better. Or, you know, or regardless of the phone type, make your screens darker. You can address, you can adjust the bite, the brightness, whether it's on a phone, desktop, laptop, adjust the brightness. Be careful about that. You could even set it up on your computer so that certain times of day, the brightness goes up or down. But again, something to be careful about, something that, you know, should just be aware of. One other thing, glasses. Now, if you wear glasses, you can get blue light tinting, right? Or this tint, this coating that will limit the the, the blue light that can pass through. I, I've had them for, oh man, um, over six months now. Uh, a lot of places offer it free on your glasses. Uh, not every place does. I know Costco does. They'll, they'll put it on for free as long as you ask them. And it does make a difference. So I recommend that if you have prescription glasses. If you don't have prescription glasses, if you don't need glasses, then seriously, it might be worth it to get a pair of the non-prescription blue light glasses. Very fashionable. But more importantly, they will, you could wear them when you're doing that kind of work in front of a computer 
A lot of my students have worn them without even me suggesting it at classes because people are aware of this stuff, but it makes a difference. So if you're sitting in front of that computer, even if you're on the phone or the device, those blue light glasses can really go a long way in reducing eye fatigue and eye dryness. So you can get them on most places, Target, Amazon, relatively cheap. So check those out. If you don't wear glasses, they make a big difference. People that have used them have told me that it's been pretty positive. Um, so... Yeah. I, I, it, so again, let's just stay on this idea of, of, of the blue light coating, whether it's with prescription glasses or non-prescription blue light glasses. Just good to have those when you're studying, when you're doing a PT, basically when you're in front of a screen. They can just help with so many things. Okay. Let's talk about PTs, right? And I guess I kind of got into this, but we need to simulate this test as best we can during practice tests. So you got to take PTs in the digital format, right, to replicate the day of the test. There are a few exceptions out there, but this test is primarily given in its digital format. So you want to take your practice tests in the digital format because you want to replicate what it's like the day of the test, right? And you're going to have that blue light, fair or unfair, in your face. Now, you could always work on the dimming feature and brightness feature, but take your PTs digitally because that's probably what you're going to get on test day it's a digital exam now but again right that's more screen time so take them digitally practice using blue light glasses or having a blue light tint on your glasses but just again get used to it when you're taking a pt like all the stuff i'm saying have have eye drops available you're allowed to have them during a pt have those eye drops available at your desk while you're taking a pt um uh now, a couple of things here. Um, let's talk about, let's go back to the idea of glasses and getting your eyes checked because this is really important. Kind of what I hinted at before. It is very important that you get your eyes checked on a regular basis. Um, states are different in what they recommend. Some say a year, some say every two years. Regular checkups. And it's very easy to discount this. I'm guilty of it. And that's why I'm sharing this story with you today. Um, but you really do want to get checked. If you don't wear glasses, you still want to get checked because things change, right? We get older. Every day we get a little bit older. Uh, things change, right? Our, 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 our need for glasses could come about. Um, so again, even if you don't need glasses, you never know, particularly if you've been studying, right? Because there's a lot of reading involved. And I think a lot of people underestimate, whether you've been studying or not, this culture where we've got screens in our face all the time, the effect it can have. So I recommend, even if you don't have glasses, get your exam every year or so, just to make sure you're not missing anything. Now, if you do have glasses, still get your checkup. Because your prescription may change, even if it's been the same for a while. Get your checkups because you never know if it changes. So let me share my story. Um, I had been wearing, I've been wearing glasses or contacts since I was uh, a kid, right, in elementary school. And when I was studying for the LSAT, I had had glasses long enough in my life where um, my prescription had pretty much been the same. And it felt like every time I went to the optometrist, it was just the same prescription. I'm thinking, well, what am I going here for? So uh, it's an embarrassing confession, but 
you know, I, I get it, right? Like how a lot of people might feel. I just said, well, what's the point? Why, why go? So I stopped going and I just, just, you know, kept the same glasses, kept the same prescription for a while. Um, but what I noticed was when I was taking practice tests, I was getting headaches. In fact, I had a name for them. I called them LSAT headaches. I, I assumed everyone got them. I just assumed, hey, this is a very uh, exhausting test. Um, it's very intense reading. Of course, you're going to have headaches. Sure. Um, and of course, your eyes are going to strain and bother you. It's a lot of reading. Fair, right? Like, again, right? It's like, gee, it's going to be tough. But is it supposed to be this challenging? Is it supposed to have this much strain on my eyes? So I didn't have as much perspective. I just thought it was because there's so much reading in this test is challenging. Um, but it wasn't until after I, I had said something to a teacher. I'm like, hey, um, what do you do about LSAT headaches? And he's like, LSAT headaches? What are you talking about? Why don't you get your eyes checked? What do you mean LSAT? You know, I mentioned that, you know, my eyes were bugging me. And... Um, you know, I had just assumed that everyone felt this way, but he, you know, that teacher had given me perspective. And he's like, why don't you get your eyes checked? You know, like I know you have glasses or contacts or whatever, but you never know. Maybe a prescription changed. Sure enough, I go to get my eyes checked and I was very proactive. I told the optometrist, uh, this was a new one at this point, right, from someone I'd seen from a while I'd moved. So I said to my new optometrist, hey, I've had the same prescription for a while. It hasn't changed in all these years, but I'm studying for the LSAT getting these headaches and I feel like my eyes are bugging me. And so they tinkered, right? And they dug a little deeper. And what they had determined was, yeah, my prescription was fine, I suppose, but I was actually overprescribed. So what do I mean when I say that it's fine if I overprescribed? Now I'm not, and I'm, I'm not an optometrist, I'm not an eye professional, but right, there was nothing wrong with the prescription that I was being given. But my understanding is that, you know, there's no perfect prescription. It might seem that way. Hey, this is your prescription. Cool. Right. But every individual is slightly different. And what they really got is a guesstimate. They're trying to make their best guesstimate. Okay. Well, we'll probably prescribe Jimmy this, or we'll probably prescribe this person that fine. Right. But they have some gray area. And what a lot of uh, well-meaning optometrists do, this is what I'm told, is they will overprescribe a bit, right? Because better to err on overprescribing than underprescribing. Um, and apparently that's what was happening with me. Now, I'm not saying this is happening with all of you or any of you, right? But it could very well be happening. Now, I'll tell you this. At first, I thought, well, overprescribed, that doesn't make any sense to me. If anything, I might be underprescribed. But they're the professionals and they were right. They were like, listen, it might seem that way, but it's actually a little much. And if we just ease it a little bit, at least in my case, then I should feel much less fatigue and it'll be much more optimal for me. Sure enough, they were right. Now, so, uh, you know, we tried just easing the power a bit. And um, I was doing contacts at the time. So we tried a slightly lower powered contact and then another one until we found something that kind of worked, but was in range for me. Again, there's some leeway. There's not this perfect number. And so optometrists are just doing their best. So at least in my case, we found I was overprescribed. Again, it was... It was Within range, right? But for me, the difference was significant where it, it just all of a sudden I felt much better. Those quote unquote LSAT headaches went away. Um, now, again, this is still a rigorous test and it's challenging and I still felt some level of exhaustion, but I wasn't unduly exhausted um, with, with, you know, with my eyes, right? And so um, it made a tremendous difference. And I remember 
just at the time thinking, gee, should I or shouldn't I? I have so many things to do. Do I really want to go to another optometrist? I'm so glad I did. And I share this story with my students regularly. Now, anyone out there listening, I'm not suggesting this exact same thing is happening to you. It's a pretty unique case. But it's not that uncommon to be overprescribed. And again, whether we're overprescribed or not, maybe you're underprescribed. Maybe you've been using the same prescription for a while and your vision got a little worse. And maybe you need a higher prescription. Maybe just change in either direction. Maybe you have a need for glasses. My point is you don't know when this is going to change, and especially given the intense reading that is involved for the LSAT, as well as the screen time. It's worth it. If you're covered by insurance, great. If you're not, hey, there are a lot of inexpensive options out there. I'm a big fan of Costco. All my students know that. Um, I'm a Costco junkie. Cool thing about Costco is they've got quality and affordable um, uh, eye exams you can get. To, be, to get an exam, you don't even have to be a member. To get glasses, it's different. But to get an exam from Costco, you don't have to be a member. And they're pretty affordable. And that's just one example. I'm not trying to plug Costco. I just want you to know that there are affordable options out there. But it's worth it. It made a big difference for me. I really want to encourage you. And again, not necessarily the case with me where you're overprescribed. I will say a couple of points, though. I always share this with my students every cycle. Because I want to make sure that they're just maximizing every factor to serve them well. This past cycle, I actually had a student with a similar, in a similar situation. She had worn glasses, good chunk of her life, but just feeling eye fatigue, you know, headaches. She was overprescribed. Same thing. She was overprescribed. Thank goodness she tried it. And it made a difference. It made this process much better, right? Because you're sitting there for hours taking this intense test. It's almost like I'm doing a reading marathon, right? If I'm doing a physical marathon, I want comfy sneakers, right? Like I've, I have to confess, I ran a half marathon on some not so great sneakers. Not a great idea. I felt it in my knees. Same deal though. I'm doing a reading marathon. Your eyes are kind of like this. You, you don't want to run a marathon with crappy sneakers. You don't want to do a marathon of reading with glasses that aren't serving you well. Now, again, that was just one student. She's not the only student I've had who's been overprescribed in my over five years of teaching. But I will tell you, I've had plenty of students who didn't need glasses, legitimately did not need glasses, and then realized, you know, oh, wow, I need it. I need glasses. And maybe it wasn't a very intense prescription, but they realized they needed glasses. Thank goodness they got it, right? Thank goodness they checked it out. Or again, someone has had glasses and they needed a prescription change. Check out your eyes. Get them checked. And a couple of guidelines here, right? It's it's one thing to go to an optometrist and, you know, and they're, they're well-meaning, hardworking professionals, but speak up, communicate with them. Tell them specifically you're studying for the LSAT. They may or may not know what that is. Tell them it involves a ton of reading. Tell them it also involves a ton of screen time. They'll work with you and, you know, be willing to, you know, also tell them, hey, I want to make sure I've got the optimal prescription, you speak up, talk to them. They'll work with you. Um, at least that's what they're supposed to do. And that's, it's always been my experience, but be proactive, get your eye exam, talk to them, tell them about your needs. If you try a, a set of contacts or something and it's not so good, speak up and let them know, Hey, maybe we need to tweak this a little bit. But the point is get your eye exam, communicate with them. Keep in mind everything that I shared. I'll include them in the show notes as well as a link to the blog post I did about this on my website. 
Thank you so much for listening. Again, take care of your eyes. This might seem like a silly thing that doesn't apply to you, but I wouldn't have you run a marathon on crappy sneakers. I don't want you doing a reading marathon, which is basically what this is, with not the best uh, care for your eyes. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. Again, I'm your host, Jimmy D of JDLSAT.com. Please do subscribe to the LSAT Habits Podcast and share these episodes with friends. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one, feel free to reach out to me and check out my website. Again, it's JDLSAT.com. That's JDLSAT.com.